in a bond market that's been seeing falling prices and rising yields, a reversal. This is The Markets. Hi, I'm Sam Grobart, and today I'm joined by Josh Schifrin, co-head of global and U.S. interest rate products in global banking and markets here at Goldman Sachs. Josh, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. So tell me, what's been going on this week? Why are treasuries rallying and yields falling? So the early part of the week was dominated by two things. One was the market response to the tragic events in the Middle East over the weekend. Typically, when you see unexpected geopolitical tensions, you will see a flight to quality. Treasury market rallied in response to that. Additionally, there were several speakers from the Federal Reserve who came out and noted that the rise in longer term yields would potentially substitute for future federal funds rate hikes. The market conclusion from those Fed speakers is that the Fed is much more likely to be done hiking interest rates. So both of those factors led to a fall in yields across the yield curve the first few days of the week. Today, Thursday, we're reversing course. The market is selling off in response to firmer price data. Today's CPI report was somewhat firmer than expectations, and we are reversing some of the early week moves. I want to talk to you about that CPI number in a minute. But first, I want to get to something you just said. Is the sell-off in treasury bonds over? Have we seen peak interest rates? I think with the Federal Reserve speak this weekend, what I can say is I personally feel pretty confident that the Fed has done hiking interest rates. The message from Chair Powell in the last meeting, he used the word carefully several times. I interpret carefully to mean not going at the next meeting. The confluence of a very strong piece of economic data last Friday, a very strong payroll report, followed by Fed speakers coming out, not responding to that strong data, but instead noting the rise in longer term yields, potentially substituting for federal funds rate hikes or reducing the need for them, I think means that we are very likely at the peak federal funds rate. I think yields across the curve continue to be buffeted back and forth, push and pull of what over the last few months has been a stronger economy, more recently in the last few days, geopolitical tensions. I think it's too early to say definitively that we've seen the highs in long-end rates. I think if the economy remains resilient in the face of the Federal Reserve tightening to date, there is definitely the possibility that we will see a 5% handle on the 10-year. I want to shift gears a little bit. There's been a lot of chatter about the recent rise in Treasury bond yields, particularly in September. What's been going on there in recent weeks or even months? I think the market's adjusting to a stronger economy. I think following the banking tensions and failures of the spring, I think the market very much feared a recession, a credit crunch that has not materialized. Actually, the economy has remained very firm. The market expected the Fed to pivot to hike rates as early as early next year. And I think the stronger economy has surprised many market participants and yields have been rising as the market has digested a series of stronger than expected reports on hiring, on consumer spending. It looks like GDP will be higher than 3% for the third quarter, maybe well higher than 3%. And I very much connect the rise in yields to unexpectedly strong economic outturns. So with that economic strength in mind, what are Fed futures and other markets telling you this week about where the Fed might be headed? So I think definitively, Fed funds futures are telling you that the odds of them hiking in November are very low. I think the market reacted to the Fed speak very clearly. And if you look what's priced for the November meeting, it looks like just a few basis points at this point, three or four basis points. And I think the market views November as largely a settled event. Now, the market has also reduced the probability 
of further hikes, for example, the December meeting and meetings just thereafter also. I think broadly, the market believes now that it is possible that the Fed will hike the federal fund rate further, but unlikely. Whereas, say, a week ago, two weeks ago, the market viewed that as much more of a 50-50 coin flip. Let's talk about that CPI number, which came in for September at 3.7%, which matched August's number and was just above the 3.6% economists were estimating. How has the bond market reacted to that? The bond market reversed some of the early week moves. It had had a very strong rally over the past few days. The data came somewhat firmer than expectations. The market has been very sensitive to price data over the past year, and it did sell off in response to the data. Bigger picture question here. The U.S. is running really large deficits right now, and there's a lot of treasury supply coming. Can the market digest that? Yes, I believe the market can digest that. I think the question is not, can the market digest it? I think the question is, at what price? I think at a high level, what's been happening is the strength of the economy at higher yields has defied expectations and also led markets to rethink what might be the long-run so-called neutral rate, the long-run equilibrium interest rate for the economy. If the economy is doing completely fine with a federal funds rate higher than 5%, then the general normal level, the equilibrium level of all rates across the term structure might just be higher. And that has little to do with treasury supply or demand. I think broadly speaking, markets are trying to figure out, are these rates actually restrictive? Are they not restrictive? I think treasury supply demand gets a lot of attention, but I'm quite confident that if the economy suddenly weakened, treasuries would rally very sharply irrespective of the supply and demand considerations. The one additional point I would make there is the large amount of treasury supply is not a fact in and of itself. It's connected to large deficits. Deficits and the amount of fiscal spending has contributed to the strong economic outcomes we've seen in the post-COVID time period. I think simply talking about treasury supply and demand in a vacuum, which I know has gotten a lot of attention, I think is not the main point that's happening. I think the main point is that the economy driven by a collection of factors, has managed to perform incredibly well in the post-COVID period and continued to do so even at higher yields. Josh, what are you going to be paying attention to next week? I think the main focus of the markets in the near term is the geopolitical tensions coming out of the Middle East. I think that while economic data and certainly the retail sales report next week will be some of the events that get the most focus in terms of standard events in global markets, I do think that the evolving situation in the Middle East will be the main thing that markets focus on in the near term. Thanks so much for joining us, Josh. Thanks for having me. That does it for another episode of The Markets from Goldman Sachs. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Sam Grobart. Thanks so much for listening. The opinions and views expressed in this program are not necessarily the opinions of Goldman Sachs or its affiliates. This program should not be copied or published without the express written consent of Goldman Sachs. Each brand mentioned in this program is the property of the company to which it relates and is not used to imply any ownership or license rights. Goldman Sachs is not providing any financial, economic, legal, investment, accounting, or tax advice through this program. Neither Goldman Sachs nor any of its affiliates make any representation or warranty as to the accuracy or completeness of any information contained in this program.